The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Don Benison Recording Studio in Allenton Bywater. For more information, visit donbenison.com or email info at donbenison.com. Hi and welcome to episode 13 of the Mighty Whites podcast. As usual, I'm Jack, I'm joined by Connie. Hello. And Casey. Now then. Uh, we'll get straight into the games because we've ever fall over Christmas and we need to get through them all. So, uh, first first game, uh, just before Christmas, 1-0 win over Hull at home. Uh, wasn't that much of a game, but a win's a win. You there, Connie, what do you reckon? I just thought it was an awful game up until Hernandez's goal, which were just a world let's yeah. be honest. Um, other than that, it... We're just a lot of cancelling each other out, I think, and it was a bit of a stalemate. And it was always going to be one piece of genius that won it, or you know, a bit of quality. So, yeah. good that result, all a mistake, though. and in a way, it was both. Yeah, <laughs> but good result, I think. All in all, a bit of a derby. So yeah, it's always good to come away with a win. Yeah, it, yeah, it just sounded like a very turgid game. But I suppose when you've got a player like Hernandez in the team, you've always got a chance of something like that happening um, as again with the Burton game as well he really doesn't have to be involved in the game in any way at all and he can just have that one moment where he can kind of flick a switch and go right boys don't worry I've got this <laughs> and he will save us at times and that that's the one th- that's the one thing he really does give you especially in that number 10 role you know I think, I think bet- between the three of us we'd all agree size is the first choice that we all want to see there but yeah uh, Hernandez does have a role to play there as well, especially if you uh, we start rotating further on in the season. You look at maybe bringing someone like Dallas in, who put in a bit more of a shift down the wing. They can always move Hernandez inside if we need to rest size again at any point. Well, I think it's come up about um, with size. Um, he hasn't been featuring as much last few games. Um, I, I do genuinely think it's just down to maybe a bit of rotation giving him a bit of a break because yeah to be fair to him as good well, as he's been I mean they said it was a calf strain didn't they? And they, yeah. I mean how serious the strain was but if you don't want to take any chances with him no especially when you're playing that amount of games in such a short period of time if we've got Pablo Hernandez that can step into that role and he's performed pretty well to be fair to him so yeah it's like we said at the start of the season it's something that we haven't had in past, even last season, as good as we were, we, if we got injuries or you know people started to look jaded, we didn't have that other option there, uh, you know, of similar quality anywhere. No, but I mean, yeah, the goal was a brilliant finish. It was a bit weird for me. It'll have been fine for you because you were side on. Yeah, but I was in the cop at the opposite end, and when he hit it from that position, that ball looked like it was going about six yards over there. <laughs> and I mean, you could tell it was a chip, but it looked like he'd massively overhit it. And everyone around me, including me, all went, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it looked what world like it had missed. But uh, to be honest, in a way, I think his goal against Burton might have been a better one. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, yeah, two one win away at Burton. I thought we were. I mean, we still had enough chances, but I didn't think we were very good in first half. We weren't that great for the whole ninety minutes, but we did enough. We all watched it in pub, didn't yeah. we? And um, first half, we just it wasn't even bad. It was just. 
a bit sloppy and a yeah, bit... Yeah, just abject. It's all you can say about it. It would just... I think Roof had a fairly early chance, but that was about yeah. it. We, that we... one that he chested down and put wide at foul post. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't... We just... We didn't really create a whole lot, but without... Like you say, we, we seem to have a decent amount of possession, but... That's the case for these two, and to an extent the... And to the Birmingham game as well, yeah. which I think says a lot about how much we do miss size when he's not playing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the level of creativity in the side did go down, even though Hernandez did. But, I mean, you can't complain you're playing at number 10, he's got two and two. Yeah. Can't complain with him, but I just think the overall standard of play dropped a little bit. I think even though we want it as best against Burton, we, you always have that sense that we could do what we did end up doing to get the two goals, that... If we wanted to turn it up a notch, it, yeah. we, we could and would and, you know, was capable of doing it whenever we wanted. Yeah, the, uh, the Hernandez's free kick, I mean, it was quite funny actually because in the pub, when they were lining up doing the stupid little mini walls and all of that stuff, Connie was going, what the fuck are they doing yep. here? And then he put it straight <laughs> in corner and, and it has to be said. I don't. If even without all of that, it was so in corner. I don't think he'd have saved it anyway. It were for kick. No, the issue I've got with it, yeah, it worked. Fair point, but you, you just know we're going to get caught offside without more times <laughs> than we're going to score. You can, you know. I, it don't bother me. I think Janivers. I, I think he's made more of a difference to his crosses from free kicks and stuff like, and his corners. I think he's. I made think we look a, a lot more dangerous there. I think he's made a big difference defensively and all. I know the the attacking side of it's being highlighted more at the moment because we've started getting a few more goals again from set pieces and in, in attacking sense, but defending corners and balls into the box, um, I've noticed definitely an improvement on it, yeah. 100%. I think the thing that we are missing out on here as well is uh, the punishment for Stephen Bywater for yanking down Unino Kane's shorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bizarre tactic. <laughs> Yeah, that was a new one on me. I, I can't swear that I've never seen it happen, but I don't think I have. <laughs> it's sort of thing you'd have expected I think, I think to Gaza see. might have done it once, actually. I, I <laughs> was just going to say, it's sort of thing you'd expect to see, like, Vinnie Jones doing it, yeah. or, or a Gaza or something like that, and uh, not Stephen Bywater. No. I think you said, Jack, it was his third yellow card of the season. Yeah, he said third yellow of the season yeah. when he got it. For so, a goalkeeper, that's impressive at Christmas. I don't <laughs> think they've been winning enough in late games for the other two to just be for... Time wasting. Is he no. yanking down shorts in other games? It's just his tactic now. Well, we'll, we'll leave that there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the second goal, Roof's finish was a nice finish, but the pass from Vieira on, on his left foot, if Pogba had played that ball, they'd have still been talking about it now. Oh, yeah. It was an unbelievable pass for that. It was weighted perfectly. The angle was dead on. Uh, when you watch it from side on. Uh, it's just such a nice pass. Just curls it in perfectly behind the defender for Roof to run onto. But it didn't. You always know it didn't even break stride. It, it, it didn't even have to take a half a step or anything. He just glided on. The, it was a quality ball. And I suppose that was the one big negative to come out of the Burton game. That tackle on Vieira that kept him out of the next two games. Yeah. I mean, he was never. He's not going to play against Newport anyway, so that wouldn't matter. So he should be back after that. But that was a bad tackle. I mean, it, we're not innocent. I thought Berardi's could have easily with a different referee. I, I said to you, yeah. I like Berardi, and I, I played in defence. Berardi should have walked. Yeah, that I think awful. Were, if that had been other way around, we'd have one, been. The living. one thing with the consistency, it's the thing that got me, and I think it was one of you. I said it to definitely. I says the issue I've got with someone making a tackle like that 
is when you miss it and you tackle the ball and you win the ball even mm. with your ass. Yeah. Yeah. And your ass lands on top of the ball. That's when I have an issue yeah, with it. You're very high if that happens. If, if that had been other way around, we'd have been going spared over it. Yeah. it there's just no need for I think it. both tackles, the one on Vieira and Berardi's, were probably both red cards. Yeah. But uh, us missing Vieira uh, resulted in, well, and in this game, O'Kane as well, resulted in us going to Birmingham and getting beat 1 0. Uh, I mean, it was shit, wasn't it, really? There's no way around it. Yeah. This was the first game that... And I'm not. I'm genuinely not going to bother doing it again because it stopped working after about 45 minutes. But I did the whole false VPN thing and paid for it for LUTV. Mm. Uh, and I watched the first half. Second half, it stopped working, so I found a, someone periscoping the game. People who were listening probably know who it was, but I won't out them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we were... Terrible, but the main issue was we lost the midfield battle so badly, and there is not a hope in hell. I'm afraid Connie Shaughnessy is not a midfielder. There's a centre out. I know he might have played there for years growing up, and he might have been thought of as one when he first came. But it, what he is is a decent passer of the ball for a centre back. Yeah. He is not. A, he is not at the central midfield level of it's, keeping possession. It's firm and everything dictates that he, sh- he shouldn't be a good central midfielder isn't it? it's quite it's a bit of a beanpole isn't it to be honest with him yeah. it, it is um, to me if you're going to play in centre midfield you need to have a little bit about you you need to be you know well, a, a bit like Vieira a bit stocky have a bit of something about you get, get stuck in and Connor Shaughnessy does it in a different way when he's played centre half I've not had an issue with him oh no I, I rate him at centre half from what I've seen of him to be honest but, but but, I think you Jack you said uh, it was the Barnsley game when he came on in centre yeah, midfield I think you on, said he's been he looks like a player who used to play central midfield but has now been training for a long time as a central defender Yeah, um, I think that's word for word what I put in his player ratings for that and it goes double for this because he started I was willing to give him a chance for this because I thought, well, coming on a sub, sometimes the pace, you can't get pace of a game or something. But this one is one there. It seems such an odd selection to make for... Uh, don't get me wrong, I know we kind of looked at... We, we looked at all four games and kind of believed we could win all four of them, but with the way Phillips is, and I'm going to make an odd, a bit of an odd comparison, he's a bit like Johnny House and he could, he can be anonymous at times, and then, but then he can just turn up and... He'll bang in a few goals and lay a few on. Like the Sheffield United guy. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I can understand why he did it. Birmingham are quite a tall side. And on goal kicks, Shaughnessy was pushing up and Phillips was dropping in so Shaughnessy mm. could win them. And he actually won loads of them. Yeah, it was just when he won them, everyone <laughs> like else would and there were no yeah. one. Like when he him. won them, but I mean, that'd happen if you stuck Janssen there as well. Don't make him a midfielder. No. Yeah, I, th- I think. We really miss that experience here, especially you know Kane, who I'll mm. come on to when we talk about the Forest game. But I, I think the experience that he yeah. that he brings to the team really showed. Yeah. And, and, um, and honestly, I know we've kind of spoken about him in the last few weeks, but that would be a game where you may be looking to play Click instead, just yeah. Yeah. someone with that a bit more experience, especially him playing you know Eredivisie football. Yeah, it. It's, a, say, it's, it's like a very inexperienced central midfielder when Calvin Phillips is the old head and yeah. it's like we say you know KSA's just mentioned then you've got Conor Janice who up until this, se- uh, this season were playing in Reading's reserves that's not a dig yeah. at him but when you like you say you've got someone who's played at a decent level and all you know it, it's not like he's played for 
nobodies. He's played in an half-decent league. And say what you want about Dutch football, it's better than playing under-23 football. Mm. He's more experienced and and we're early. I honestly, going into the game, I put it on Twitter, I thought that... Because I didn't think Click could play because I just don't think TC likes him, basically. Which is up to him, that's fair enough. But I really thought that this would be a game where Anita finally got a game in midfield. Again, and he just didn't. And then, play, even when he made experience. changes, yeah. when he made changes, it would click that came on, not Anita. I think. I think you said. After I think the Anita's game, off. To be I think you said after the game as well. Anita must be sat there wondering what he has to do to get a game. Mm. And as it turns out, he needs Luke Ailing to pick up a bit of a knock. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll come on to that. I mean, we'd just better mention it. Vidal probably could have done better with initial shot that Magoma Scott rebound of. It but could, no but one, it's... no one tracked him back either. There was more than one mistake. It could have, it could have done better. But it's the sort of thing that you see week in week yeah, out. It's not, a, it's not a, it's not a giant criticism no. or anything. He's starting to build a nice little record against his Magoma. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm pretty well, sure I think it's it, either his second or third against yeah. us now. It's because he's pissed off because he failed that trial at Leeds. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't, years ago. wasn't good enough for us in League One. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Speaking of a need to actually get in a game because of Ailing's injury, Leeds nil, Forest nil. Uh, oh shit! I should have mentioned uh, we got two. We all got two points for the whole game. We all had a win back long score. Same for Burton Albion, and we all got nothing for Birmingham game because we all had us winning. Should have mentioned that. Uh, but yeah, this was uh, Christensen said it was like the opposite of the whole match, and I agree with him to be honest. Uh, like the whole match, we didn't play particularly well, and we were second best for a few bits of it, and we won. This one, we were better side all game and didn't win. Uh, we weren't great by any stretch but like Lasaga had a decent chance and Andes had a slightly better chance than that and Roof's chance was a one you've got to score at this level uh, so it was a bit of a frustrating one but it could have been worse KC finally able to actually get to a game yes first game of the season <laughs> I'll probably squeeze in like two more and then I'm gone again but yeah, um, yeah it was good and took my girlfriend to a Leeds game for the first time she enjoyed it and then I had to uh, let her know that if we got season tickets, it probably wouldn't be in the Bremner suite. So <laughs> she's only going to be disappointed from from here on in, <laughs> if she's not already by me. Um, but yeah, outside of the score, it, you know, she she enjoyed it. It was it was it was a half decent game. I don't, you know, it was a bit flat. I thought to be honest, everyone was flat, including the crowd. But I suppose fifty percent of them will have been out yeah. pissed the night before. And we're a bit hungover and stuff. So that I think that happens every New Year's Day game, to be honest. Well, I said the middles were one even. Yeah. There's one that springs to my mind a few when me and you went. Yeah. It just, it was just flat, I, ju- I just there. think New Year's Day games were a bit like that. I don't remember as in recent history, and it, and it could just be last, maybe even last season, but I don't remember as winning a game recently on New Year's Day. No. no. Um, the, the, the game itself, though, it's one of the old, it's one of the old things that you'll always say, we'll play worse than that and win. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, we did against Hull. Well, we did yeah. against. To be honest, I think we probably did against Burton because mm. Burton are a much worse side. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, the point. Yeah, it was. I I, I really enjoyed because this is the first time. Obviously, I've got to see a few of the players in person playing. Mm. Obviously, just sheer talent. Sai stood out, hand you know, head and shoulders above yeah. the rest. It was he him. I thought the three that stood out for us, size was, and I thought Janssen and Cooper both had good games as well. Yeah. Like that um, that tackle. That Cooper made, yeah, the, yeah. the right-footed one stretching round was terrifying when you see him first going <laughs> in for it. Yeah, but he absolutely nailed it. Well, unbelievable challenge, yeah. with it. 
I thought I'd, I, I said to you after the game. I thought I thought for them, and I know he's my boy, but I thought Liam Bridcut had a decent game for them because I thought the way we played kind of played straight yeah, into their I, hands. I, I thought Bridcut was their best. Very it, central. He was able to make a lot of tackles and break up play. It's a shame how it went for Bridcut at Leeds because I, I liked him, but it just got it, it was really. It was really second half of last time. season, wasn't it? It was just yeah. terrible. I mean, it's, if, it's if the you... fact he's captain as well because if you yeah. look, I mean, you look at the uh, just talking about how Anita can't get in the team. Um, yeah. We're playing Sean at uh, Sean um, You can't afford to have someone who has yeah. been the captain all of a sudden can't even get near the starting lineup. I, I, it's a similar sort of scenario as what we had with Saul Bamba. Yeah, you know, once they drop down, yeah, you've kind of got to call it quits, yeah. aren't you? They were always going to get a bounce as well because they uh, they sacked Matt Warburton like the day before the game, didn't they? You see, I, I don't know if I feel sorry for Matt Warburton to be honest with you. He, he had that good couple of years with. I felt with sorry Brentford. for him when Brentford got rid of him. I thought that was bollocks. I did then, but you know he's gone off then. I mean, I, he went up to Rangers and for him to fail there, I'm not saying he should well, have won the, league. The weird thing with the Rangers thing but, was. He more got sacked because they all tried to get out of a deal to go take mm. a job somewhere else, didn't they? Yeah. It might have even been the Forest job, and then they did get it eventually, but it were. I mean, for me now, where, where does Mark Warburton go from there? You can't imagine him getting a a club like Forest again, or, or a Rangers, you know, something he'll, like that. I think he'll get a team either that's really struggling in Championship. Like, let's say, I know they beat us. And they've won again since. Mm. But say a Birmingham or someone like that dropped off and sat the manager, he might get one of them. Or someone higher up in League One. Swansea, remember. <laughs> given, given Swansea's hiring well, policy. Well, they, they seem to love managers that failed in the championship. Don't they? Yeah, because it it's a bit of a weird quirk of circumstances when Kim Warburton, because that means Gary Brazil's been in charge for Forest at Ellen Road three at last four years now. God. <laughs> one, one, drawn, one, lost one. And I think the wins and losses were both 2-0 so he's dead even on goal difference and everything <laughs> uh, but yeah for uh, for that game I actually extend my lead a little bit because I had a one-all draw and you two both had wins mm. so I get two points I don't get out but yeah 29 matches gone you two are both on 42 I'm on 46 so it's still only four points one correct score and you're back above me yeah. uh, but we said on the podcast we released before Christmas I mean we actually said that there were four games we should win but we said a minimum of nine points from four games and we got seven so even though I don't feel that down about it I guess we have to consider the Christmas period a bit of a disappointment really a little bit if it weren't for Birmingham game I'd, I'd be saying even if we'd have got a point at yeah. the Birmingham game yeah if you get eight and you're unbeaten it feels very different to yeah. seven with a defeat to bottom uh, of the league doesn't it yeah if, if we'd have got some up from Birmingham game I wouldn't be saying it were a disappointment a little bit though yeah I think the I think the thing I found disappointing is kind of the level of performances we've had over some of those games. You know, looking through Hull wasn't a great performance. Burton, we kind of turned it on towards the end when we had to. Birmingham was just a non-starter. And Forest, we were kind of lacking going forward a bit. But realistically, over over four games... I think we'd all we'd have also taken seven points, but it is I, a bit disappointing. You see, going in, I really wouldn't have taken seven. I'm not furious about seven. I'd have been furious if we'd have got like four. Yeah. But I mean, it's not a disaster or anything. I just think we, let's say we turn 
the Forest game into a win and suddenly you've got nine, that two points makes a big difference when you look at league table at the minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but it's to, still not a disaster by any stretch. To me, it just shouts out its form of a team that's heading for maybe fifth, sixth place, yeah. finish. You know, they're, they're going to be there with thereabouts if they keep it up like that. To, Took the words right out of my mouth. You, you look where we are in the league. Where you're coming out of Christmas and you're in the playoffs. You've, oh, you've got, got to be happy. Oh yeah, the overall it. situation. I'd have snapped your yeah, hand you'd off. Have took it. Even though I said we'd finish second, I would have snapped your hand off for fifth at this yeah. stage in preseason. Gosh, I would. Yeah. I maybe wouldn't have snapped your hand off for it before the Millwall game. No, <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's been a fair bit of news actually, and this is uh, we'll come on to anything that's happened since the transfer window afterwards because. Uh, basically, we, all, we it's going to be like the start of the season again. We're going to have half an hour talking about various transfers, probably every podcast for length of January. So we're going to have news and transfer news. <laughs> yeah, basically. But yeah, uh, Will Huffer, one-year professional deal. Uh, he's been involved with England youth setups as a keeper, hasn't he? so he's, he must have something about him. I've never really watched him. No. And he's not even playing in under-23. He's now pick up fouls back. Yeah. So That's the thing that... It- get me with Willough and I think this is a need to try and get Peacock Farrell a low move out if we're going to keep Will Huffer and get him playing you know and yeah. we're aiming at getting him towards that first team squad Peacock Farrell at moments standing in his way yeah, I, to be honest I don't, think, I don't think they're looking at that yet I think that's why it's a one year deal unless you unless they're thinking like we may well be Lonergan possibly goes in January promote Peacock Farrell I'd, to I'd be alright with that yeah, promote yeah. Peacock Farrell to second choice and, and have Will Hufford in. Even if they want a slightly older goalkeeper to be third choice, we have got that. Is it Kamil Miazek? Is that his name? Somewhat like, yeah. Because he is there. Yeah, he's there. I still, still don't know anything about him, but he is there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there was the very funny one. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do the less funny one first. All right. Chef Wednesday sacked Carvajal after they got beat by Middlesbrough. Well, he and, he got got, st- and he got a Premier League job off the back of it. <laughs> he just got a stay of execution there after the beat us. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were was, all, they've been well furious at him all week, haven't they? He's well back by their chairman the day before. Yeah, prop- that was the proper stereotype of the dreaded vote of confidence, wasn't it? No, he's the man, and then the next <laughs> how day... Dare, how <laughs> dare he's you, not the man. <laughs> how dare you uh, insult our manager. I will sack him. <laughs> but you can't. Don't You, you can't do anything. Yeah, but the funnier one, uh, Middlesbrough have sacked Gary Monk. <laughs> Did, didn't make it to Christmas. Yeah, literally. I actually, I actually, I texted you didn't yeah. I, when the news came through. I had five pound at sixteen to one that Gary Monk would not be in charge at Middlesbrough by New Year's Day. <laughs> thank, thank you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That, that, that's, L- that stability really worked out well listen, for him that's, that's what makes it funny it's not that he went it's that he went because they offered stability and a real shot yep listen listen, guys Middlesbrough just didn't didn't quite offer him that stability that uh, Swansea well he weren't offering him either yeah it, it does <laughs> having previously offered him it and then sacked him after yeah. selling all of, all of his best players yeah <laughs> let me prefix this allegedly so it sounds like he went off while saying he was doing some family thing. It sounds like he went off to go talk to Swansea about their job, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, and then didn't get it anyway. <laughs> but the guy who he beat did. 
<laughs> yeah. Could end up at Wednesday. Could be, just, There's no could. one come. Like, only, like, somehow the one person who got sacked after losing comes out in a better position. Swansea sacked their manager and hired a failing championship manager. Yeah. Gary Monk tried to get a promotion and failed and <laughs> lost his own job. <laughs> the only thing that I can say for absolutely certain is... And is, is that Middlesbrough are lying about why they sacked him. Gosh, yeah. Because they said they had concerns over the style of football and then hired Tony Pulis. Yeah. So it wasn't the style of football. You see, right, no. It's not defensive enough. <laughs> you see, right, don't get me wrong, Tony Pulis is a good manager. He's, he's a very he's, good manager. He's earned his, he has earned his reputation, but he has a reputation for going into clubs, starting from the back, and saving them when the shits hit the fan. Aren't they seventh? No, uh, but no, this is what I'm yeah. getting at. This is what I'm going to come to. Is Tony Pulis capable of for, of playing a half-decent attacking style of football With, that's going to get a team promoted? He's going to deconstruct that team first, mm. then build it yeah. up again. Also, not just that, with one of the most expensive squads in the league as well. Yeah. He's not renowned for this. Now, as far from Middlesbrough's point of view, it's a it's a great appointment, but his whole style just it it depends what his brief is, I suppose. If the actual brief, because the style of football thing, I just think that's something they said to the press. Yeah. If the brief is make sure we get in the playoffs, and he just sets them up with two banks of four and sticks a Sombolongo up top, where is Gisted still there? If not, there's Braithwaite. Yeah, and just, but just and plays solid football and get the ball to them too. They'll mm. get enough points to get in playoffs. Mm, I don't know. I and, don't know. But I don't think they'll go up doing that. So. Oh, no, they'll get found out against yeah. the better but, teams. Anyway, we just thought it was funny that literally the guy we called a snake tried, has allegedly tried to snake his way into a better job and got sacked for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 to be fair to all Borough fans... They have just been on there going, Leeds fans were right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they may have took the piss at the start, but we'd have done the same. Yeah. They they have kind of copped to it and said, yeah, fair enough, you were yeah, right. Yeah, fair enough, he is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of ex-Leeds managers, uh, Neil Redfern. He is the new head coach of Doncaster Bells. Good. I didn't see it coming, but... He's always been more of a coach than a manager, so I'm sure he'll enjoy it. Yeah. I'm sure he has a better knowledge of women's football than most male football coaches, based off who he's with. Yeah. I mean, you know, I dare say Lucy talks about it a lot. Mm. So I dare say he knows it quite well. I think, and I think they're in like the second tier now, aren't they? Because I mean, they used to, them and Arsenal used to win they absolutely the everything. Ones, they? <laughs> yeah. But I think that when this women's Super League thing came in, Donny's a bit less glamorous to sell, and I think they struggled with franchise stuff. Yeah. I'm glad he's back in work. Hopefully he does well. It's a reason to... I mean, obviously I keep an eye on literally the scores from Leeds United ladies, but mm. that's all I've done. It's another reason to have some sort of interest in it. I think clearly, you know, given his track record with our academy, he's, he's good at developing yeah, players good, and working with players. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think any club that takes him on in some capacity, I think you're probably going to get a good job out of him. Yeah, I suppose for them, it has to be considered a bit of a coup. Like, Definitely. I mean, it, albeit Rotherham, his last jobs, they've all been in championship. Been in top top two tiers of English men's football. And yeah. So, and you know, Rotherham, they were knackered anyway. And 
leads, it, it would trip horribly. Yeah, it was firefighting <laughs> a bit, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and I'll go back to um, an article I wrote for Threw It All Together about uh, Byron, Mowat, Taylor and Cook. Of those four who three of them don't really play now and Mowat's in League One, who got the best out of them? Yeah. yeah. The, well, the that's... The main example of that's Mower. Oh, Because yeah. with Mower, like, he has even been out and he's been asked about it in press before. And he's been saying, Alex Mower can play in the Premier League provided you build a team to get the best out of him, mm. which is what he did. He made sure that Mower was his best and that's why he's got all them goals. And yep. was really but you can't just play him as a, just a midfielder. No, you can't just Because he hasn't got, he and... got the legs to do it. No. He hasn't... He don't get into a tackle as well. I'm not having a dig. I... I still like Alex Mowat think he's a good player I still think he had something to offer us when he left yeah. but honestly right, I, th- I think if you look at the team we have now and I, I think I said this last uh, last time that if we didn't have players the quality of Saez and Hernandez he would be a very yeah. good choice Mowat to have them because yeah we're set up with a proper number 10 which would suit him but I'd, as good as much as I like Mowat he's not as good as Hernandez and he's no. not even nearly as good as Saez no. so but yeah uh, speaking of Leeds United youngsters that have come through the academy. Uh, Louis Coyle's won uh, Fleetwood's like players player players player no fans player of the year for 2017 because they apparently give out calendar year awards, which is weird. It's an impressive award to win because he's only been there for what four months. He's been there this well the first half of this season. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, I mean, I know that he won an absolute boatload of man awards. I know awards. that there's a theory that I have that Leeds fans were voting in that because he can't have won that many in a row from right back. No, no. <laughs> but he, he, he won like six or seven or something. He's, but they do all rave about him. And because, I mean, if he was a left back, I'd be saying he needs to be back <laughs> tomorrow. Back. <laughs> but even if he comes back, he's, when everyone's fit, he's still not going to get in over railing. So give him till end of season and then have a proper look next year. Yeah. And see what he does. But he's done well. And then this one, which isn't Leeds, but it's just weird. And I thought I'd bring it up. And Chef Wednesday again. Uh, they've hired Katrin Mira as chief exec. After she's run Charlton into the bastarding ground? Yeah, Charlton, this is a club that will run properly, always on the brink of Europe. Mm. Granted, they always did a lead and I mean, bottled they, they it. Had, but... They dropped off a bit from then when they bought them, yeah. but they were solid enough they in Championship, weren't they? They were, they were always in that top half of Championship, top 10 in Championship, mm. and you look at it now, and Charlton's one of them clubs where I don't think anyone had ever turned around unless you were a Millwall fan and said, I hate Charlton. Yeah, I, bet, I like, really don't like Millwall Charlton. And it's, it's the new and Blackpool is what it yeah. is. You know, you look at the way uh, Blackpool had been run for years and now you see the state that Charlton are in when they're getting sent letters basically saying anyone speaking ill of the club on Twitter will be banned from the ground. Yeah, yeah. banned from the ground and we'll get the season ticket. It's ludicrous. Like It's the most... Unbel- I, I find it absolutely amazing that that's even uh, close to it, being... It's thing. such a shame just because you go back to when... Kirbishly, yeah. who had been there since what, like, nine, was it 95 Jeez. something like that? He bought him up from like old second division. I mean, Lee, Bo- Lee Boyer played under him at Charlton before we he joined him us. in 96. We yeah. signed him, so yeah, 94, 95. Yeah. So he, he took them up he, with a very unfashionable team, introduced the world to the likes of Paul Koncheski and Sasa Illich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, brought Charlton to a, a, be a decent mid-table team, mm-hmm. and you know, and then they dropped off a bit after he left. But they, they were become you know, fashioned themselves into a well-known club anyway. And yeah. 
It's just sad to see the state yeah. they're in. Uh, the reason I was just looking down at my phone, by the way, I was getting this thing up so I could give him the credit. Uh, Stuart Grant on Twitter, when I said it was an insane decision, he said, the fans can go mad at her instead of Chancery. Yeah. Well, it's Chancery, isn't it? Chancery, yeah. yeah. But basically, it made me, it got me thinking, and I did service to him. I said, what if he... I mean, it looks like Chef Wednesday aren't going to pull out, out this year. No. If it turns out that there's, like, no money to spend next year, wouldn't be a bad idea to have someone who everyone in football already hates there to take the flak for you all season. Oh, yeah. So that could be the reason. Mm -hmm. It it didn't occur to me until he said it on Twitter, but I went, oh, yeah, actually. Well, you think now, I mean, um, Derby did it. Uh, Chef Wednesday have done it for the last few years. They've spent a lot of money. Mm. Uh, Mm. You think Derby, you go back... Three, four years, and the Chef Wednesday, Derby were throwing Chef Wednesday, when you think um, when they started spending the money, and FFP's calculated over three years. Yep. Just make sure, you know, if he's took a look at it now and thought, yeah, this ain't happening this year, they're going to have to burn it in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's it a could well point. be that. Yeah. But anyway, all of that happened, and then the transfer window opened. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't know, just before we start on this, I don't know if you guys have seen anything of Sky Sports News now. On the little yellow clock that's counting got, down till the end of they've time. They've got the milliseconds. Milliseconds. <laughs> There's thirty point five one seconds of the transfer window. The like, thing, oh god. The thing that annoyed me with it is that they started their countdown to the end of the transfer window on Sky Sports News before it opened. Uh. <laughs> it's been on since like Christmas Day or something. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the first one and this moved quite quickly, but. Uh, I wrote a thing the day before we signed him for for it all together, talking about all these links coming out of Finland. And when I was looking it up, I realised there'd actually been some in like September as well. But uh, Arpo Halme is how I'm guessing you pronounce it. Nineteen-year-old mm. uh, centre back, six foot four. Uh, we've signed him from HJK Helsinki for Leeds. Said it's undisclosed, but all the Finnish media is saying it's about half a million quid, and they were right about everything else. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that they were. Um, he seems quite highly rated. He's played a decent amount in their team. I know it's not much of a standard, but they did win the league by 20 points with a plus 60-odd goal difference. Uh, well, probably meant he played a bit in Europe as well. He pl- he has, hmm. He's played some. Um, it's like Paul Huntington. The, th- the things that I found were, because when I was looking for stuff... <laughs> <laughs> is that him? He's the new Paul Huntington. Yes. <laughs> uh, or the new Lubo. Lubo. In fact, probably Lubo, because he's tall yeah. and a bit wiry. Yeah. Um, yeah, he... Uh, when I found I found a lot of tweets about him that just translated on the in Twitter thing. He seems pretty highly rated. There was one guy who was doing like his under twenty Scandinavian eleven mm. and he was saying that he'd like be on the bench for that at the minute because he hadn't quite played enough, but they they all seem to like him. Uh the f- <laughs> I don't know if you saw I don't know if you'll even know the clip, but someone did really make me laugh because I can't unsee it. Can you remember that clip of that teenage last sat in a mum's car? Going, I'm in my mum's car, boom, boom. And it's this teenage girl, and Apo Halme is the fucking spit of her. <laughs> so, He's off to a good start then. <laughs> like, someone just posted a side by side picture. <laughs> God, it, was, it just absolutely killed me. Also, given that we have seemingly have some money readily available, mm. I, I don't mind just spending 500 grand on a player no. to. 
if at least there seems to be some potential about them, it's worth a punt yeah, at the, 500 grand. The club specified when they announced him that he's going into the under-23s, but they did say with a view to moving up to the first team in the coming months. And the, finish, say, the Helsinki season will have finished mm. like end of October. Something like that, so it won't be match fit. It'd need to do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, when Helsinki signed him, although again, it's a totally different standard, he got put in the... They, they're paid for reserves because they've got proper B teams. I think he played for about three months and got called up to the first team when he was 17 and was used from then on, really. He's played for under-17s and under-19s for Finland loads and he's been in, and he's in under-21 squads now. Really? So he appears to have some of that. And we'll, we won't know until we see him. But The other thing that'd be interesting to see now with him coming in is, obviously there was kind of a few links to us signing Pennington at the end of the season now. Yeah. Uh, with him arriving that... If you include Shogunsi in there, that puts it at five centre-backs I now. think a lot of that Pennington stuff, I don't think we'll know till end of season because I don't think Allardyce will know till end of season. No. Well, I don't know if he'll he'll decide mm. whether he wants to keep him or not. And for us and all, it, it, it depends how much it's going to be. If it's mm. going to be much more than a million, I'd walk away. No, because I think he will get better, but... And because of how well Liam Cooper's done, it's kind of changed everything. Yeah, it, well, his phone and spanner it works. So by I being, think we all by said being Janssen really good. And yeah, and he's just been great. So, yeah. but yeah, uh, the other one, it's uh, it's still not finally officially done because he's medicals next week. But Leeds have done a post saying welcome Yosuke and stuff. Yeah. So Yosuke Daguchi is done, which is also about half a million quid. Which, for what I've read about him and how highly he's rated, appears to be absolutely sod all. That does seem to be a bargain. Sounds to be a right deal. Uh, just, just for that goal. Yeah. <laughs> the, the club have said that he's off to Leonessa. Yeah. Until end of season. We'll see him, boy. Must have been well pleased when that was announced. Uh, well, we'll come. We'll come back to him in a minute. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, then the other part of it that was weird the other day. Leeds have made that partnership with the Aspire Academy in Qatar official. Which isn't surprising. One, we've already had dealings with clubs involved with them, like Leonessa. Uh, and Ivan Bravo is on our board, runs it, and it's his thing. Uh, they also, they're part with Leonessa. And also uh, KS Eupen in Belgium. See which, now. just remember that name, because I might come back to it in a minute. Right. But it's, uh, it's uh, Pete from Pete from Through It All Together said something, and it is true. From a football point of view, yeah, oh, great. I I'm, I get his worries. Your Qatar government and stuff is not something you really want to be involved with. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. they, it's fair to say the human rights record isn't fantastic. Like, you iffy. Know, Let's call it iffy. Getting people into work, <laughs> including footballers, and immediately stealing the passport from them so they can't leave the country. Mm. And, like the number of people that have died building those stadiums and it's I'm trying to not think about that side of it if I'm honest because just like everyone else in the first world I'm selfish and (laughs) and the facilities look really nice and the facilities look tremendous (laughs) and like every single winter Bayern Munich are there at those facilities and all of this stuff and it can only be good for the club but there's a few things I'm a bit worried about with it. Jack Robshaw there, thinking about the greater good. Yeah. <laughs> the greater good. The, yeah, but I'll forget about the greater good if we get two kids on loan from Bayern Munich next season in the fires. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so anyway, we'll come back to that. But yeah, so Oasim Boy, he's back. The boy's back. Yeah. yeah. Pl- played about 
150 minutes all season, all told. It, some of that's so, some of it's due to injury, but apparently when he did play, he was shite. Yeah, every, everything I've read's yeah. not, not looked in any way positive <laughs> about it. He's I mean, been there and just basically. I'm gonna. Post, they've looked him and went. Oh, there must be something there because he was at Ajax and then you there bought him. There must be summer. <laughs> Wasim boy on FIFA is rated as good as Julian O'Kane. There's one for mm. you. Mm. 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 <laughs> one I think you. FIFA might have it wrong. <laughs> There's one for you. But to be honest, best shout is I'd probably give him some time against Newport. It's the only way we're going to find out. See, it? <laughs> see what he's like. But we'll uh, we'll come back to it. But it was um, it was a weird thing. It happened. It all happened very quickly because uh, Tyler Denton is also back. Came back from Port Vale for family reasons. So first, first of all, hopefully it's nothing serious. Yeah. Hopefully, family reasons is he was homesick and wanted to move back up north. Well, well, I mean, Stoke is north, but north, north. Yeah, properly north. Yeah, less of a shithole than Polly's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing that Tyler Denton probably isn't making the drive from Yorkshire to there every every, every day. day. Mm. But no, so he's back. Uh, do you, reckon, do you reckon he'll get shot at left back at some point this season? I was just going to say, there's, I think there's an opportunity there for me at left back. No one's properly come in and nailed it down, have they? No. We, had, we tried an eater and. Oh, that was, something, that was something I meant to say during the first game, actually. If I was in charge of training, all then and an eater would do all week is tech throw ins. I don't know how he can be that bad at taking throw ins. I mean, he played fullback all season last year. Um. No, getting back to Denton, I think there's an opportunity there for him. I mean, Berardi, Berardi's he does a job, but he's not a left-back. Yeah. He, he, he's solid. But Especially at the minute where Ealing, although he says he's fine, he might miss a couple of games yeah. with that injury. So if that's the case, you can put Berardi where he's meant to be, and there's, that spot's there for Turkey. I, I, I think he'll yeah. play against Newport. I, oh, I, I, I looked it up, he's cup-tied. Because yeah. I, wrote, uh, I wrote an article on for it altogether for about him coming back. So I went up and looked. Uh, as is the guy I was going to mention next, because I think he came on a sub in the first round, but Malik Wilkes is also back. It it got rumoured a few days ago that he was coming back at the end of his loan, but I couldn't stand they actually confirmed it today, that he has returned to Leeds, and he actually played for under-23s today. We won, two, we won 2 one uh, goals from Owen Stokes and Alex Machuca. How did uh, Wilkes... Fair over. I mean, I saw oh, his name come I up will a look couple up, of times. I'll I, look up his actual record, but I know he scored a few. Yeah, he I, scored, I, saw his I know name he scored a couple. I think he was mostly used as a sub mm. uh, towards the end of games. Um, but again, it's more competitive football than yeah. he's, he's ever going to get here this season, anyway. Yeah, playing in League Two is better than playing under 23. Uh, again, he's another one, especially when you've got someone like, you know. In our in our under twenty threes now we've got quite a few options for different positions where if you've got like Wilkes and Tmenushkov, yeah, you'd probably want to get at least yeah. one of them out on he, uh, Yeah, definitely. I've just I've just looked it up. He got five goals in all comps, but he only actually started seven games. Can't really argue with that, can you? No. How many appearances did he? Oh, he made with? like sixteen off the bench. He, he has been playing every week. He just that's, hasn't been starting. That's not bad then. And how, how old is he? Eighteen, nineteen? Uh, I think he's yeah, he's nineteen. You can't oh. really argue it, can you? For for the kid who was out on his, his previous yeah, uh, first team action was yeah, that this, game at Sutton. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was born December yeah. December ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. So that means he's only just turned as well. Yeah. You can't argue with that really, can you? With him, it's yeah. just, just as a depressing fact that we're all getting older and the 
players that keep arriving keep on getting younger mm. uh, I realised on uh, New Year's Day that the legal age for the minimum legal age for or sorry birthday for serving someone was the first of the first 2000 Jesus oh Jesus is that uh, happened uh, oh. that's not good yeah it's mm. although I'm I'm glad to know that you've changed the things that you look up the legal age of nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you mentioned now as That's what incognito's for. <laughs> see now as you mentioned as we get older. This is why I'm all for players like Pablo Hernandez being there. It makes me still think maybe. You've got a couple of years in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Before the knees really give out. <laughs> yeah, just left hoping that they'll be There'll be a couple. Uh, I'm just going to look up the... I was just going to look up the under-23s team today because I believe Jack Clark wasn't involved, which bodes well for him on Sunday. But mm. The way they lined up the team, it looked like Romario Vieira was playing central defence. Oh, but I don't mm. know if that... Was, I, I didn't see it properly, so I don't know if it was just done in squad number order. Obviously, uh, but, it could well have been. But yeah, he seemed to be like the third player on the list, which seemed yeah. interesting. Um, um, hmm... Yeah, it can't be in order because that'd have Paddy O'Connor playing left back, and that'd be a bit weird. We had a very attacking team out that look of it because we had Machuca, Wilkes, Balboa, and Stokes all playing. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Leeds United under twenty threes will play four, <laughs> four, <laughs> fucking two. Uh, but yeah, no, no Jack Clark, so I think we might see him on Sunday. Uh, but yeah, they're all back, and then today. Remember I said, remember Cass Eupen? Yes. Well, a weird thing happened today, which I don't know if you've seen it, but it was a very odd thing. Uh, yeah. Yuta Toyakawa, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, Toyakawa, that's how you say his name. Uh, he signed for KS Eupen on a loan till end of season. 23-year-old Japanese striker, former Japanese youth international, who's apparently pretty quick. Why would anyone care? Because they have loaned him from Leeds United. <laughs> okay. According, according to them. But when Adam Pope asked Leeds United about him, Leeds United said, we have not signed him. <laughs> Who the hell have they loaned him from? <laughs> now, is someone racist and <laughs> just thinks that all Japanese people look the same? Or <laughs> like, no, Massimo left. Yeah, I do, it was very weird. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just where's the master it's been gone about six oh <laughs> yeah, so, so, it's okay go to Belgium so yeah it's a bit weird that they've signed him on a season long loan from us even though we've never signed him uh, my, my, what I assume actually has happened is that we were announcing it next week and we've already sorted out his loan move and they've jumped the gun and announced it straight away and it, it'll get announced next week is what I think will probably happen but it was very strange. <laughs> Loaning players we don't own. Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should start doing that with just random players across the championship. <laughs> just throw it out there. Someone who's going to cause us trouble. Yeah, just, just loan him out somewhere else. It's not your player. That's not a problem. <laughs> Play Nipswich. Oh, we've loaded up David McGoldry. It's not yours. So let's shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. He's gone to Dender. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's all the actual news that is confirmed. Although, I guess you could say semi-confirmed with Toyokawa, because that could... Cause <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just... Because fuck knows what's happened there, to be yeah. honest. I'd love it if we don't sign him, but he still goes on loan there. Yeah. 
but yeah, um, there's been a couple of relatively strong rumours. Uh, Josh Vella from Bolton, who they've really rated since he was about 16. Now, they turned down bids from Liverpool when he was young. Yeah, well, he burst onto the scene, didn't he, when they had that cup run and they played Liverpool. Yeah. They had him and uh, Zach Clough and I mean, all that he lot, was, didn't they? And he was there when they were in Premier League and he kind of started getting game time once they came down at Championship. Yeah. Now they've gone down and come back up, but he's been involved the whole time since then. Are you basically right? saying that as soon as Josh Vela came into the team, they got shit and relegated? No, because he didn't I, come into the team in Premier League. No, <laughs> no, I mean from the Championship. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> I don't know if I want him there. <laughs> I still blame David Wheater a little bit for that. Yeah. He's one footballer I look at, I just think, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he, uh, their fans love him. I think he's brilliant. He's mostly a midfielder, but he can play it back as well. Uh, and they've reckoned, their fans have been saying for a while that they think he'll go because they're financially knackered yeah. still. Even though they've done well to get back up to the championship, they're still knackered. They think he's off, they think Medine's off as well. Uh, but they reckon it might be about three and a half million quid. I haven't seen enough of him, really, to say that no. whether that's too much or not. It sounds like a lot. To be honest, if looking... Especially you know, when we've got so many midfielders already. That's it, he's another midfielder, and I just think so, if it is rumoured and it's right that it's three and a half million pound, spend it on a striker. That's mm. someone else who's going to get the team ahead of Click, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think Click's going in January. Um, yeah. it, it'll probably be on loan with him only being here half a season and then someone permanent at the end of the season but. I, I just feel even if you take out the amount of depth we have at central midfield we have your, your three first choice players in there anyway of Phillips yeah. Vieira and O'Kane yep. mm. I, I, unless you are improving on that I, I just don't think there's any sense mm. signing he's 24 now he might improve a little bit mm. um, but realistically I, I can't see him breaking that no, if you were thing... turning around, sorry. Oh. If if you were turning around saying it were nineteen, I'd yeah. be saying, mm, yeah, maybe. But like KC uh, said, now you're getting in towards your prime now, aren't you? Your mid twenties. You... Do we look at him and think, or oh, have we heard Alt to suggest that it'd be better than Vieira, who's younger, Phillips, who's younger, and O'Kane, who's established? And O'Kane's not old, is he? He's like twenty eight. I think he's twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them like probably have more championship experience yeah. than he does at this point. He's, um... yeah. As I say, the, the Bolton fans do really rate him. From what I've heard, he is a good player, but I don't. If it's three and a half million, it seems a bit heavy. Mm -hmm. The thing that really set it off was apparently last night uh, Josh Vella liked a tweet that said he was off to Leeds. Uh, and I mean, it had been rumoured for a couple of months, but he liked that. And that appears to be the modern version of I saw player X having dinner with chief executive of Club Y. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Club Y would be a good move for him, actually. Yeah, this isn't like Yovo. Oh, that's probably not a good move. No, it's probably that. a bad move. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then this one that I saw today and appears to have picked up a bit of steam. It was, it was, it went up for in the Belgian press and got picked up by the Express. When the Apple Halme one got picked up by the Express first as well. Uh, Lawrence de Bock from Club Bruges, who thing of all things is a left back, uh, is. Been play he's only 25 and he's played like 130 games for him, but he's dropped at bench a bit this season because they've switched to a 3 5 2. He's played some games at left mid, but apparently he's not as great, he's not quite enough going forward to play as a winger. It, again, like um, like we've said about others, he'll play in Europe a decent amount. Yeah, oh, 
Club well, Bruges as well, well you know. Uh, it, allow me be... to get my phone out again because someone else sent us some good stuff. I mean, while, while Jack does that, I just have to have a self-indulgent moment of just saying, he plays for Club Bruges. <laughs> it's in Belgium. <laughs> yeah, um, Eric, Eric Klein. Uh, this is a podcast sentence thing saying, uh, well, first of all, he said, with Art in charge of transfers, you might need to do two podcasts a week. Probably will be one a week through January. Yeah. Uh, but he said that one at games when they were in Champions League, Bruges were 2 0 up uh, against. They were 2 0 up in their game, took him off on 58 minutes, and then they immediately conceded three goals in the next 15. And he'd been really good in that game. So one person has seen him more than us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not loads, but it's more than we've got. Uh, but no, he's, uh, he's, he appears really highly rated. Uh, the. Main thing that I read with him was that they bought him like three years ago for about three million quid, but that the deal if we get him will be less than that. It didn't say how much less, but it, it said the story over there says we've agreed personal terms with him, but we haven't yet agreed the fee. Which, although that's technically illegal, does happen all the time. So <laughs> I still think. Don't get me wrong; it's more of a priority to start out than midfield. Yeah, but. I still think strikers about. We've got options at left back. It, it, you know, Anita, and I know there's question marks over him and Cameron Barfoot Jackson, but provided, you know, if Barfoot Jackson's going to go back to scum. Mm. Which I think I think he, is likely, even if we don't sign him. He has left back. fallen off yeah. the face of the earth as Barfoot I mean, Jackson. Yeah. Over TC said weeks. he's definitely playing against Newport, but there's been stuff saying he's going to Reading. Mm. Are you imagine as well, like, if just on the off chance that. I, I can't remember what Reading are doing this season, but... They're not great. No. If they're going to use him as a first-choice left-back, they're probably going to prefer him not to be cup-tied. Yeah. Um, uh, quite possibly. Well, I'll tell you, that's one thing that we'll know. If he doesn't play against Newport after Christensen, although I know he lies about people's availability all the time, which he can, it's fine, but he said he will definitely play against Newport. If he doesn't play against Newport, then he's off on Monday. I, I, still, <laughs> I still think it was Christiansen who uh, put that post on Luke Ayling's Instagram saying he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually broke his leg. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we think it's the end of Boffwood Jackson. Um, do we think that we could see the end of Vernon and Eater in January? Not in January, in summer, yeah. It wouldn't surprise you. I mean... He must be on a decent wage sitting there not doing a whole lot. I would have thought that he will be... I, I, imagine... I would have thought he'd be in his top, what, six, seven paid players? Lusonga's highest paid, but we're not. We're only paying a fraction of it, so... I'd say he'll be in a smaller bracket than that, Vernon and Yeah. I mean, who do you think we'd... Ha- I mean, apparently we're paying Lusonga about 15 mm. to 20 of his... Yeah. So he'll be up there. Janssen. But I bet uh, Janssen's new contract, is, it wouldn't shock me if that's over 20, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be decent money. Uh, but you'd put Anita at a minimum of 12 and probably more. You'll think... Well, Solid I'd, 15. I mean, he'll, he'll have been on... He'll have been, they signed him in Premier League in Newcastle. So he'll have been so on, he'll have been on, Newcastle, he'll have been on shitload there. Yeah. He'll have took a big cut to come to us, but I still think he'll be in his top three. Yeah. Easily. I mean, Hernandez... I don't know what he'll be on. I don't think it'll be mega money, but I think he'll be, be on a par to Anita. It will. That's why. on a par with Anita. That's why, despite him being good this season, I don't think Hernandez will be here next season. No. His contract's about end of year. He's getting on a bit, and I think he'll be on big money. And size is the man. Yeah. So it, I, 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 and there'll be no ill will, but I think this will yeah. be it for him. End of day, he'll have had two good years with us. 
yeah. good luck to him. Uh, yeah, I, I just I feel and I I imagine he'll he will probably play against Newport because I think Luke Ayling might actually get a rest. Well, he, he better do. I mean, he's literally injured, and even if he wasn't, I wouldn't want him playing. Um, but he like like we said with the Birmingham game, it just seems like there's certain times when, especially when we had two of our first choice central midfielders unavailable and Shognessy who. Had made one brief sub appearance there, jumped, you know, jumps in ahead of him. Oh. I, it is interesting the way uh, Christensen has dealt with a couple of the players, like Anita, who hasn't really, outside of the Forest game coming on through the injury, hasn't featured for a while, like Click, who made a bizarre appearance against Birmingham to yeah. confirm he is still alive. I will say one thing, he did look a lot better than Sean as he did. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. It was a bit, the problem was that it was a bit poor lock on. His actual passing was fine. He didn't give Bowler much at all, but it was all sideways and backwards. <laughs> like, okay, make give Bowler more than him, but he does try stuff, which Clint just I, didn't. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there, I, I think for someone of his quality, I'm surprised there's not, uh, he's not featuring more, even just coming off the bench in mm. games, but. Makes you wonder whether something's gone on behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, I, or, I think, that, I think that there's something like that. Yeah. Is there anyone else that you think could go? Obviously, we'll talk about this more throughout the entire month. But just off the top of your head, a minute, is there anyone else you think might be off? We had, we had the because I think, I think we might be onto something with Lonergan. Yeah, I think Lonergan, which we will find out on Sunday if Bailey Peacock Fowler plays. Mm. Um, I think. The one thing I think I don't know if we I can't remember if we discussed it on here or not is again if we look for a striker does Lasaga go does he I, go back I'll be honest like, I don't think we are going to look for a striker I don't I don't think it's the priority but it's at the same I, time, I would like one but I don't think it's going to happen mm. I think he'll stick with Lasaga till end of the season actually I should have brought it up during the Forest game but I just want to say this, there was against Forest Lasaga made a run off the right centre back in between the left centre-back and the left-back, in behind. Like the goal against Ipswich, oh. he made that run 15 to 20 times. Every sing- nearly every single one he got away and we didn't once play it through ball for him. No. So on that game, I mean, I'm not going to pretend he had a good game, he didn't, he had a very average game. But the level of movement was a big step up from before his injury. Yeah. And I kept watching him thinking, if we play these balls through, if you give him three chances, the one thing he's got is finishing, he'll take one of them. Yeah. I'd, I'm not his biggest fan by any means, but I think he's a bet I think he's a better player than he's getting credit for. I think he I think I'm, it's motivation with him at times, and I I do think maybe having a spell out of the team might have done him some good. I, did I tell you who he reminds me of? Viduka. Not He's not, it's not as good disclaimer, yeah, disclaimer not as good. he is not saying he is nearly yeah. that good. I, I, I'm one of Matt Viduka's biggest fans when he was there. I worshipped the ground he walked on. But I mean in terms of his attitude and his, you know, just his all-round, you know, person, I think sometimes he needs an arm around him. And, you know, when he is good, he's, he's a class above, but he... He just doesn't do it enough. Oh, no, he doesn't do it enough. Well, no. that's why he's ended up on loan at Leeds. If yeah. he was doing, I mean, it's only a few years ago he was in Germany squad. Yeah. Right, well, um, 
normally we preview upcoming games now, but I believe KC has a thing. Yeah, I decided to do uh, the Mighty Whites podcast quiz of the year, which involves uh, three different sections. <laughs> quiz Sorry. of the year? Four days in seems a bit... Not, early. not, this, year. <laughs> not this year. Well, I've just gone through all news. So <laughs> we yeah, should do all the, ad- all the answers are in the material provided. <laughs> um, yeah, the first section is going to be ten questions that Jack and Connie will write down the answers to, and we will look at the answers at the end. They are all questions about uh, Leeds United in 2017. We then have a, a section on signings and sales where uh, Jack and Connie will answer questions and have the opportunity to steal. And then we will finish with a name the team section where both pl- both Jack and Connie have a life and their aim is to name players who featured in a Leeds United game from 2017. Is it just starting 11? Uh, no, all players involved in that game. Right, cool. Okay, so we will start with uh, the 2017 portion of the quiz. So if you would like to pick up your pens and write down your answers. Question number one. Charlie Taylor chose not to play for Leeds during the final game of the 2016-17 season against Wigan. Against which team did he make his final appearance for the club? I'm going to be honest, KC. You've got me on this. uh, The start may be harder than I thought it was going to be. I think I've got it. Number two. Who is the only Leeds player to start every league game so far this season? There you go. Difficulty is kind of going to vary here. <laughs> Based on whatever you could come up with at the time. Yeah, pretty much. If I saw something on Transfer Marked or Wikipedia, stuck it straight in there. Mm. Number three. Leeds went on a six-game run without conceding a goal at the start of the season in the league. Which team ended that streak? Number four. Kemar Roof has scored 10 league goals for Leeds since his arrival. How many of them came in 2017? Number five. After being released in the summer of 2017, which club did Tumani Diagaraga sign for? This is a marked change of pace from our normal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. How many Serie A appearances has Marco Silvestri made since his move to Hellas Verona? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if his first choice. <laughs> How many games in are they in Serie A? <laughs> uh, I'm well, imagining about... No, as, as for a clue, uh, Benevento finally won of a week and that was their 19th. So it'll be 19 or 20. Well, there's... Uh, there's 20 teams in the league and I think they take the winner break at halfway point so it might be exactly 19 yeah is it just appearances or league appearances uh, league appearances number 7 Leeds' final win of the 2016-17 season came at Ellen Road on April 8th and finished 3-0 who did they beat Oh, come on. I know it. I must know that. <laughs> like, we'll have been there. I'll have definitely been there. Oh, God. Um, I'll give you guys a moment. No, I, that's really annoying. Uh, I will, I'll go through the questions, then I'll run through them one more time. Yeah, I might come back to that. <laughs> I'm putting something down, but I'm not 100%. That's all right. Uh, Number eight. 
against which team did Leeds record their highest attendance of the season so far? It's this season. I will also I will give you the number as well. It, it was thirty five th- something, mm. but I can't remember which game it was. It is thirty five thousand one hundred and fifty six. Number nine. Welcome back to that one. Yeah, Thomas Christensen's first league game in charge of Leeds came against Bolton Wanderers. Against which club did he manage his first competitive game at Ellen Road? I actually mixed myself up in the question there, so it is just the first competitive game. Ah, oh, so you'd made it a home game instead? Yeah, just the, actual... the first competitive <laughs> home game. Oh, Jesus Christ, which way around? Oh. Yeah. I think I'm alright. If you're me, you're naming Knox County. Because <laughs> I keep thinking we played Knox County earlier. <laughs> and number 10, who did Leeds play in their first pre season game this summer? Uh, I think I know that, actually. It was at Thorpe Arch. Yeah. I will run through the questions again one more time quickly. Number one, Charlie Taylor chose not to play for Leeds during the final game of the 2016-17 season against Wigan. Against which team did he make his final appearance for the club? Number two, who is the only Leeds player to start every league game so far this season? Number three, Leeds went on a a six-game run without conceding a goal in the league at the start of the season. Which team ended that streak? Number four, Kamar Roof has scored 10 league goals for Leeds since his arrival. How many of them came in 2017? Number five, after being released in the summer of 2017, which club did Tumani Diagaraga join? Number six, how many Serie A appearances has Marco Silvestri made since his move to Hellas Verona? Number seven, Leeds' final win of the 2016-17 season came at Ellen Road on April 8th and finished 3-0. Who did they beat? Number 8. Uh, number 8. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Self-indulgent nice. we Simpsons had, We haven't reference. had a Simpsons reference yet. <laughs> Against which team did Leeds record their highest attendance of the season so far? That was of 35,156. Number 9. Thomas Christensen's first... Uh, first competitive game in charge of Leeds came against Bolton Wanderers against which club did he manage his first competitive game at Ellen Road and number 10 who did Leeds play in their first pre-season game this summer right I have an answer for everything there's a couple there's a few that I'm there's there's one that's actually a guess excellent we will I've scribbled out one of my answers but I'm going to actually go over it because I can't think of anything else I'm That's fine. We are going to come back to those at the end of the quiz. Oh, so we're coming back to it. Yeah, we're so everyone to who's listening has time to get annoyed us. I know, right? <laughs> right we enough. are now going to move on to the second section of the quiz. This is the out loud bit, isn't it? Before yes. we move on, can we come back to that question, any of the 10 questions at any point in the quiz and put an answer in? Yep. Yeah. Right, in fact, I'll, I'll be generous. Before we go through the answers, I'll... You can ask me the qu- any questions about it. Uh, I think I'm good. Before. I'm going to stop thinking about it because I'll just get annoyed. Mm. <laughs> so we now have it's two... that three nil one because I know I was there. Yeah, that's the one I've not got an answer for yet. I've got an answer, but I don't think it's right. So now we are moving on to signings and sales. I will be asking Jack ten questions about Leeds United signings. And then I'll be asking Connie 10 questions about Leeds United sales. Right, he said it's a 2017 quiz. No, but this this isn't, is it? This isn't uh, 2017, this is 
since I said 1992, it's probably from about 1995. Yeah. This time you'll be answering the questions out loud. If you get a question wrong, the other player has a chance to steal. Everything one point apiece. Yes, everything is one point. Sorry. If he gets it wrong or I get it wrong, you get a chance to yeah. say that. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I was just putting down the answer to the question with. <laughs> and I know it's wrong, but. <laughs> no, I just can't remember it at all. <laughs> so, we will start with Jack's questions on signings. Oh, is it all of mine and then all of his? Yes. Right, cool. Number one From which club did Leeds loan central defender Teddy Lucic? AIK Stockholm? Correct. Oh, Fuck me, I'm amazed. Oh, <laughs> right, you have no idea how happy I am. <laughs> Number two, where did Leeds sign defender Paul Butler from in 2004? Oh, now there's a question and Connie knows it. I've got it. I really don't know, so it's going to have to be a guess because I can't remember. Uh, Hull? No. Connie? Wolves. It is Wolves. It is. Once you said it, I remember seeing him on FM now. Yeah. <laughs> Are you keeping tally of these, by the yeah, way? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm keeping the scores here, don't worry. Go with my How can I remember where we got Teddy Lucic and not Paul Butler? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Butler was a captain. Uh, number three. From which Scandinavian side did Leeds sign Eric Backer from in 1999? Uh, Bran. Or, or did he go to Bran after? He went to Brown after. Uh, I'll pass it over to Connie. Oh shit, I know as well. I, I think I know anyway. If he don't get this right, don't read it out because I'm pretty sure I know. No. Is it Songdal? Songdal. Do, you know, do you know what I had in my head? I just, I had his career the wrong way around. He went to Brown afterwards. The team that I had in my head, and I was thinking as Starbuck. Yeah. Is it Starbuck or Starbuck? That That's thinking. well annoying because I. <laughs> I knew that <laughs> number four Neil Kilkenny started his career with Arsenal not in, not in the first team obviously yeah. even though he did think he could captain England's midfield <laughs> but from which club did he join Leeds on loan before making his move permanent shit uh, hmm. I've got this as well I can remember him playing against us as well and I can't fucking think of it before uh Damn it. I'm going to have to press you for an answer. God damn it. I def- this is in there, but it's just not <laughs> coming to me. Uh, if he doesn't get this, and I do, the minute I say it's going to be another Paul Butler one. Oh, yeah, no, I know. No, the Paul Butler one wasn't on the tip of my tongue, this is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's annoying. Uh, fuck, I cannot remember at all. Damn yeah. it. I'm just. I'm genuinely going to have to pass on it because I can't remember. Pass. Connie? Birmingham. It is Birmingham City. Yes. <laughs> I say it's an, it's annoying because I know it's in there. But yeah. <laughs> question. So I've so far on one. <laughs> question five: Which Scottish club did manager Gary McAllister sign winger Robert Snodgrass Livingston. from? Livingston. That is correct. Straight on. Jack <laughs> Cole. Rob Shaw's that back. one I remember. <laughs> Rob Shaw's back in the game. It was about fifty grand, I think. Yeah, with nothing. What? <laughs> Which English side did Leeds sign fan favourite Alfie Inga Harland from? Uh, Forest. It is Forest. In one of the most bizarre transfers in Leeds' recent history. Australian midfielder Joel Griffith signed for Leeds from which Swiss side? Right. 
uh, I'm I'm basically cheating here because I mentioned this on podcast like two weeks ago. Yeah, I think, not, it, I think it was the last it's one. It's Noisetales Amax. Yeah, it is. But I that I've mentioned that it, before, so it, I've, I've almost got a freebie there. I think it was last week you even mentioned. Yeah, that, I think it was. Podcast, I think it's when we were talking about his worst eleven. I think he came up. Possibly, yeah. And I'm sure I said, didn't he sign from Neuchatel Zamax? I think that is the only reason Joel Griffiths and Neuchatel uh, Zamax yeah. have come up, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, nah, well, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight Gunnar Haller, Richard Jobson, and more recently Matt Smith all joined Leeds from which side? From Oldham Athletic. It is yeah. Oldham Athletic. There you go. He's, he's, easing, he's easing into this. I'm now. Okay. I'm, uh, I should be near my mic when I talk. Uh, I'm happy now because I've got five. He's got, he's got halfway. Ten. I've got half. I'm okay. <laughs> Number nine. Leeds have signed two players from RC Lons. Zumana Kamara joined on loan. Who signed permanently? From Lons? I mean, I've, I've got like two names that it could be. Lons and it was permanent. Because mm-hmm. Alembe was Marseille. I know it. Uh, You'll kick yourself was he, if you don't. Was he loan or permanent? No, he was loan as well. Uh, I'm trying to think if it was in the invasion where we were at all the dealings of Mackay or whether it's the name that I'm thinking of from another time. I'm going to say Piella then. That is incorrect. Connie? Oli Decor. It is Oli Decor. Oh, Dacor. fuck, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Told you you'd kick yourself. No, no, no. Yeah, but again, those ones don't annoy me. I totally forgot. <laughs> it's only the ones where I, I know and I can't remember that annoy me. And your final question, Jack. Leeds have signed three Danish players that share a first name. What is that first name? Casper. Yeah. It is Casper Schmeichel, Casper Sloth, and Casper Ankergren. Uh, six out of ten, which would be better if Connie wouldn't have nicked a couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without steals, that'd have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully you'll fuck a few up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack, you got six from that, and Connie, you got three. Three. The the one that really annoys me is Backer. Because yeah. I mean, I properly knew that. I just had his, I just mixed up the direction of the clubs. Right. I I had the club. I, I said I was thinking Storm's God set, and that star back. And now you went sound out. All right, Connie, are you ready for your questions on sales? Number one: Leeds' first USA international, Eddie Lewis, signed for Leeds from Preston North End. Which club did he join after Leeds' relegation to League One? Derby. It is Derby. Okay, I knew that one. <laughs> Number two: Name. Actually, I think this one's a bit easy, so I'm going to press you for two answers on this one. Okay. Name two of the three players that joined Bradford City in June 1999. Um, oh, God. I think, Bearing I've, in mind, there is a total of five players who joined Leeds within two... Uh, joined Bradford within two seasons. Yeah. I, th- I think so I'm, two I've, players are outside of that time. I think I can think of three. Uh, David Weatherwell. Correct. He's got to be careful now. Uh, this is the thing with the two-season thing. Gonna Haller. Correct. Thank you. I was going to say them two and Bob. Yeah. It's not Bob. Is Ooh. it not Bob? Bob was the next season. Was he? It was Lee Sharp. Ah. See, I thought Lee Sharp was the next season. Yeah. I, I, I had said, it in my head. Lee Sharp wasn't even an option I said, for If me, the question but... had been the other way, I would have said them two first, because the other two I was more confident yeah. on. But, no, nah, fair enough. Who did Stephen McPhail join after relegation in 2004? Cardiff. Incorrect. Barnsley? Jack. It is Barnsley. God, yeah, he did go to Barnsley, didn't he? Christ, yeah. 
question number four. Neil Sullivan and Sam Hurd joined which club after being released by Leeds in 2007? I know this. At least I'm 99% sure I know this. I'm not entirely sure why I threw I've got it. Oh. Donny Rovers. It is yeah. Doncaster Rovers. Yeah. It's Sam Hurd that helped you, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I can only remember him being at Leeds, Donny, and then I think he might have been at Chesterfield at one yeah, stage. Yeah, I think it, it was there quite recently, yeah. you know, wasn't it? Leeds have had three Finnish players in their history. That that has since changed. Oh yeah, I, uh, I'm guessing Apple Halme doesn't count. He he is not on this list. Mikel uh, Forsell and Mika Verinin were both released, but which Scottish club did Seb Sorza join after Leeds? Ooh, I think I know, but I'm not hundred percent. This is. A stabbing dark if I get it right Dundee it is not Dundee Jack right. I could be mixing him up with someone else but was it Hamilton Ackies it was Hamilton good Ackies good call yeah that's a good shout from Rob Shaw another, another tough one here that you'll, you'll like this one Chris Wood moved to Premier League Burnley this season fellow countryman Danny Hay was not so lucky <laughs> which current League One team did he join I'll be honest, but I don't know where he went after Leeds. This is very much a pick a league one team. <laughs> you see, I've got it in my head that he played for Barnsley at some point, but it can't be them immediately <laughs> yeah. after Leeds. Yeah. Um, Oldham. It's not Oldham. No. <laughs> Just because they were a big, bigger name at the time and we're in League One now, I'm going to take a shot at Blackburn, but I don't know. It's not Blackburn. It is Walsall. Oh, no, I yeah. no idea. <laughs> uh, do we have four questions remaining? Their names crop up on this list for a second time. Paul Beasley, Richard Jobson, and Darren Huckabee were all sold by Leeds to which team? I think did Darren Huckabee go? I'll be honest, mate. I, f- I think I might know, Got but it. I'm not sure. Norwich. No, it's not Norwich. Not right, I'll level with you. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who are it? Beasley, Jobson, Huckabee? Yes. I don't at all remember. I barely remember Richard Jobson. That's quite early for me. Uh, I've got this weird thing that I think Huckabee might have been at Forest at one point, so I'm going to say Forest. It's not Forest, yeah. it's Manchester City. Man City? Yeah. Didn't Jobson and Huckabee play at the same time at Man City? I'm sure uh, they will have done. I, d- I don't know if Jobson was still there because Huckabee no, would have think, moved in 2001. Wait, 2001? Yeah, I think Jobson yeah, I think so. Jobson's earlier, but yeah. I, I don't even remember him. I, I barely remember him playing from, to be honest. Dowdoff said it. I do, yeah. but yeah. During the 96 7 season, Thomas Brolin went out on loan twice. Name one of the two clubs he played for Palmer. Palmer is correct. The other. Can anyone name the other team? Uh, I don't know if it was alone because it's a bit early for me. Was that the Palace one where he got his bandage knocked off or was that the next season? That was the next season. This is a... And I don't know why I've got it in my head. FC Zurich. Hey, that is correct. Get what? in. I'll have so that. It's a shame you don't... It's a shame you don't get an extra point yeah. for that, really. Because that's a hell of a shout. Question number nine. After a fallout with manager George Graham, Tony Oboa returned to Germany to play for which side? Eintracht Frankfurt. It's not That's where we came from. Ah, I've done it. I've done you. But the truth is, I don't remember where we went. Uh, Stuttgart? 
It's not Stuttgart. Is it Hamburg? It is Hamburg. Jesus, I knew one of them each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of them each. <laughs> and the final question of this section, who did Danny Pugh join the first time he left Leeds? Ooh. Yeah, because we put him on gardening leave, didn't we, for weeks? Yeah, when he was like player. a top scorer. <laughs> when he was doing backflips a bigger, a tricky winger. This is a bit of a guess, but I seem to remember him being there. Wolves. Not Wolves. Mm, I had two answers in my head. One of them's where we got him from, but I think it was that he was in his second spell when we got him. I had Wolves, and I think he was at Stoke twice as well. So I'm going to say Stoke. It is not Stoke. It is Preston. Don't remember oh, him being there at all. He went to Stoke from Preston. Ah, right. I was out there one club then. But. So, let's have a look. We had a few with no answers there so yeah by the sounds of it and I'm surprised at this I thought where they came from would have been harder than where they went Mm. it won't but it won't because we got between us we got 9 of the 10 and the only one we didn't get was me messing up Songdow when I did actually know that one there was a few yeah that (laughs) round Connie you got 4 and Jack you got 2 so at the end of that round that put me up at 8-7 Yes, eight to seven. <laughs> we are now going to go on to our final round, which I have titled "Who Played." <laughs> I have... Imaginative. <laughs> <laughs> played.com It's the new website to rival Jesus. Who Scored. I have chosen a Leeds game, and you guys will have one life. You will take it in turns to try and choose a player who was involved in the game, whether in the starting lineup or coming off the bench. Just in the interest of fairness, given this rule, I'm going to toss a coin now to see who goes first between I'm, me and I'm Jack. Yeah. Perfectly fine. It with that. should. If I've made three subs, it'd be fine because I'd be 14. So it'd be uh, seven apiece, so it wouldn't matter. But, they did. Uh, I will tell you now, they did make three okay, subs. Okay, but for who goes first, uh, I'll take heads. Right. Landed heads. Cool. Oh, there you yep. go. The game I have chosen is from the 9th of September, Leeds United 5, Burton 0. Jack, you will have the first guess to name someone who played in that game. Uh, I will take Pierre Michel Lasoka. Shocker, that is correct. <laughs> Connie, I'll take, I'll take Samuel Size. Correct. Jack? Um, Felix, in goal. That is correct. And Connie? Luke Kaelin. That is also correct, although I did get a bit worried because the list I copied it from had switched an Eternate. <laughs> Ooh. Apologies. Oh, 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 ruined it for everyone. You're a shit host. <laughs> what a terrible, terrible host he is. <laughs> I know, I'm terrible. I'm never going to host the quiz again until next year. Uh, hey, you wait if this... If, People like this <laughs> every week. Uh, so, Jack, it is back on you. Right. Uh, what are we going to do about that? Do you want to rule because him out? Just nail yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'll spoil another one if you want it to be an even number. That's probably not a bad plan, actually. Name one of the subs. Uh, one of the subs that played. I'm going to try. Let's go with. I'm going to say click. Uh, he came off the bench. Fair enough. Right, now we're back to an even number. Now yep. that you spelled and Anita and click. And you have both your lives left. So, Jack? Um, uh, Pablo Hernandez. Correct. Connie? 
Alioska is incorrect. Ooh, ooh. He was an unused ooh. substitute in that game. Connie so has lost his life. Ooh. He has lost his <laughs> life. So Jack can score, a, get a point ahead here. Calvin Phillips is correct. Connie, you have to get this right to stay in the game. Liam Cooper. Correct. Just trying to remember when it season it was. So I think he's back by that point. Pontus Janssen. Correct. Let me... Uh, Connie, you'll go. He's got to be careful here. Mm. Jesus Christ, right. By the way, okay, so if you, I'm guessing you've been keeping a tally during this because I haven't. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Again, my intricate system of writing the first letter of your name next to... Each player. <laughs> cool. If we say someone and they've already been mentioned... That's just again. null and void. Right. Yeah. You and an okay. That is correct. Back to Jack. Kemar Roof. Correct. I stayed away from him because I wasn't sure when he was when he were in that. Uh, one sec. Right, I'll say it now because I believe that's it. I believe it was Lasoga with two, Hernandez, Penn, Roof and Phillips. That's why I said him, because I'm pretty sure he scored. <laughs> we have two names remaining. It's my go. Yep. yep. Uh, they both came on as substitutes. Oh. Right. Well, that, that feels good for me, because I've written down a starting 11 as we've been reading it out, and <laughs> I thought they all started. Um, Stuart Dallas. Correct. Ooh, good shout. <laughs> good shout. So, so I can't, can't end up at... Well... This is the final name, so... It's the final name, but if I'm wrong, he can... Yeah, he can steal. He can steal it. Because obviously this is my chance, because I went first, this is my chance to take a lead out of this bit. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think if it was fit or not. And I've got... I think what I've got a decent shout, if not. I think... Although, if Click came on, that makes it less likely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get me dates now. Oh, so, right. I just had a flash of memory. I think he might have come on really late on. Did Berardi come on late on? Incorrect. Oh. Your life is gone. So if Connie gets this wrong, it can still be passed back to Jack as well. Connie? But neither of us have a life now. I'm going to say Jerry Grot. That is correct. Get in. I think we're level then on that one. Yeah, we're <laughs> Because so at first I was thinking Vieira, and then I thought, no, not if Click came on. No. <laughs> four, five, six for Jack. Yeah, I think it's six apiece, and he spoiled two. Two, three, four, five, six. It is six apiece. So, so I'm finding all it. my pieces of paper. <laughs> so that puts Connie onto thirteen, and that puts Jack onto fourteen points. It's close. <laughs> we will now go through the answers to the first part of the Have you words. got one written down for everything now? Do you? Uh, yes, but the one that I wasn't sure about that I have wrote down, I have no confidence in. All right, cool. Well, I basically, you've got... I mean, it'll go through it question by question. You've got until he gives an answer, yeah. basically. So. Oh, but I can't. My mind's gone blank. I yeah, I don't think someone. I'm changing anything now. No. Okay, so... Question number one. Charlie Taylor chose not to play for Leeds during the final game of the 2016-17 season. The bastard. 
Yeah, yeah, just ad-libbing now. Against which team did he make his final appearance for the club? We'll start with Connie. This was between two teams, and I think I might have gone for the wrong one, but I've said Burton Albion away. Jack? I was. I don't think he played in his last home game against Norwich. No, that's what I was thinking. So I've got Burton Albion. Yep. You are both correct. <laughs> I was tossing up between the two. I thought, well, we had the draw with Norwich, and then we had the Burton game. I thought... Mm. Yeah, I wasn't sure at all, though, on that No, one. that were pure 50-50, yeah. were that? <laughs> so you've both got a point there. I imagine you will probably both get the point for this one. Who is the only Leeds player to start every league game so far this season? Jack? Luke Ayling. Connie I've gone for Hadi Sacco <laughs> <laughs> I've also gone for Luke Haley. <laughs> you are both correct two for two for you guys so far could now you, could you imagine changes. as KC says no I have to take your first answer <laughs> <laughs> number three Leeds went on a six game run without conceding a goal in the league at the start of the season which team ended that streak Connie this is the one I crossed out because I do think it's wrong, Chef Wednesday. Jack? I thought that the streak ended when we lost 1-0 at Millwall, so I said Millwall. Millwall. It is Millwall. Yeah. I mean, he said Millwall, yep. Fucking Millwall. Fucking Millwall. Fucking love their fucking mothers. <laughs> That's why we have an explicit rating. And Number four, Kemar Roof has scored 10 league goals for Leeds since his arrival. How many of them came in 2017? Jack? Right, I think the only one that happened before 2017 was the header against Villa, so I said nine. I have also gone with nine. It's eight. Oh, oh two what? in 2016. Oh, did it? Oh, what oh, where was the other one? Because I know he had that one that got taken off him because it gave yeah. him his own goal. And he had the header. There was. The header against Villa, which I think was. December. Yeah, I well, believe well, there was one shortly. Uh, he scored again. I now remembered he scored against Preston on Boxing Day as well. That's the one Fair I don't. Rem- that's the yeah. one I don't remember. I could only remember one. So. No points on that one. It remains three to two. Do you know what's annoying Check. though? I did cross out eight. Yeah. But that was before I had logic. That was just a guess, and then I could only think of one, so I changed it to nine. I exactly. So I thought well, <laughs> it scored the header against Villa. Right goal. That's all I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> Number five. After being released in the summer of 2017, which club did Tumani Diagaraga join? Connie. Plymouth Argyle. I have also got Plymouth Argyle. You are both correct. Big tick gold stars for both of you. Thank you very much. No problem. Number six. How many Serie A appearances has Marco <laughs> Silvestri made since his move to Hellas Verona? This is a guess for both of us. Yeah. I, said, I said three. Connie. I'm a bit more optimistic. I've gone for ten. The answer is zero. I oh, should have known that actually. He's only played he's only played in Coppa Italia. Fair enough. Number seven, Leeds' final win of the 2016-17 season came at Ellen Road on April the 8th and finished 3-0. Who did they beat? Uh Connie. Birmingham. Jack. I can remember us beating him late in season, but now I think about it, it might have been 1-0. Brentford both incorrect it was Preston I don't remember that game even slightly like at all I believe did Pontus score? I think he did I think Pontus and Bartley both scored in that game yeah and if I remember rightly we then lost the following two yeah. and yeah. They, I don't know we lost to Burton drew lost to Burton Norwich. drew with Norwich and drew with Wigan yeah. yeah against which team 
did Leeds record their highest attendance of the season so far? 35,156. Jack. Right, I know it's wrong because I'm sure it's earlier, so I put Hull, but I think it's earlier than that. Connie. I've said this because I seem to remember going on the website and seeing that a stupidly large amount of tickets have been sold for the game, so I've gone for Burton Albion. It is Hull. Oh, well played. <laughs> I want you. I knew it wasn't long ago because I could remember. I mean, that's why I said it was 35 summer. Because yeah. I knew it must have been recent because I can remember it being read out and going, Jesus, 35. <laughs> Two questions left. Number nine. Thomas Christensen's first competitive game in charge of Leeds came against Bolton Wanderers. Against which club did he manage his first competitive game at Ellen Road? Connie. Port Vale. I also went Port Vale, but I couldn't remember which way around Port Vale and New Port. Yep, and we went to them both. Yeah. Port Vale is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there going, which one was first well, round? Which I'd one have been was... really annoyed if I wouldn't have got that. As I say, my answer probably would have been Notts County, yeah. because <laughs> I just have it in my head now. Both scoring points there. And the final question of this section. I've got no confidence in this at all. I've, I'm pretty confident on this one. I'm not. Who did Leeds play in their fi- uh, sorry in their first preseason game of the year? Jack Halligate Town. Connie. I'm now more confident because I have said Halligate Town. You are both correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think with that one, it's always kind of a toss up between Farsley, Geisley, and Harrogate. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I, Geisley I can, was second. I can remember it because I remember one Ben Parker played did too. It was the game where that Italian centre half tried to score from halfway line. You see, I'll tell you what I was thinking at first, and I can't even remember if it was this pre-season or last pre-season. I had Scarborough in my head. Yeah. Well, that last season? I don't. We did play Scarborough. Well, I think it might no, have been the Leeds 11. It was this summer. Our under-23s played Scarborough. I had Scarborough Jamie Shackleton scored twice, I think. There we go. Because we, I think we mentioned it on the podcast. It would have said, the minute you went out of it, I thought, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, Con, I, th- I think I've just got it. So it's two points, I yeah. think. The final score at the end of the quiz sees Connie finish with 18, but Jack finishes with 21. Good work. Hey. Well played. Woo! <laughs> a big victory there for Jack. Yeah. He gets to enjoy a swig of his beer that's in his hand right now. Hey, it's Duvel, it's nice beer, is this? Lovely stuff. There you go. 8.5% imported from Belgium. It's lovely. Well, it's because I lost. I'm on Tinia Foster's. <laughs> If, if that's something you've enjoyed and it's kept you busy or it's Meg distracted you, you from the horrible, horrible reality that faces you each day, let us know <laughs> and we might consider doing another quiz later down the road. Cool. Well, uh to be honest, I don't care about the rest of the podcast now I've beat Connie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy. Uh, but there's two upcoming games uh, to do. The Newport one we'll probably barely even talk about and Connie needs to get away. Uh, yeah, we beat them 5-1 earlier in the season. Ruth Hattrick, size Vieira in the cup. In, yeah. Their goal, massive balls up from Rob Green. Yeah, I, I'd completely <laughs> forgotten he actually played at the start of the season. Yeah, he played one game. Uh They've. I mean, it's Newport away. The most interesting thing for us will be what team we play. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I, the one bit of the squad I will mention uh, is up front they appear to have a couple of decent players because they've got that uh, that Paddy Amund. Yeah, yeah. Padraig Amund. He he looks decent, and Frank Newble. 
who looked pretty good. He when played well at Ellen Road. He was their best player by a long, long way when we played them in the League Cup. But yeah, the, uh, the main thing for this will be how strong a team we play. I think it'll be a damn sight stronger than the team we played against Sutton last season. It'll still be rotated every position, probably, but it'll be a lot stronger than that. Uh, Christensen said in his press conference today that uh, Jack Clark, Ollie Olley and Liam Kitchen may be involved. If you're wondering why I was phrasing Clark as a question early in the podcast, it's because I looked that up later. Uh, which, to be honest, with Christensen, probably means that them three of the three that definitely won't play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will not travel. No, uh, Temenuzkov does lead the line, unexpectedly. I mean, yeah, I think, I think Denton and Wilkes are both cup-tied anyway. Yeah. Uh, there's an outside chance we'd see Boy, I suppose, if I wanted to line him up alone. I think he will play, to be I, honest. I think given how badly it went for Leon, that they might want to hide him as much as possible and just hope that someone takes a chance on him, given he sounds yeah. a bit better than he might. We can list Juve and Ajax uh, in his CV. Let's yeah. take him. As he hasn't had a start yet, I'd definitely start with Soga and see if he can get some confidence in him by hopefully getting Bank a couple of goals. Golden, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he'll play... Um, Pennington, you Pennington will probably play. Paddy Sacco will Pe- be involved. Yeah. Again, Shocknessy, get him in at centre It might well back. be yeah. Pennington and Shocknessy. Uh, Sacco won't wing, yeah, I agree Pe- with that. Peacock Farrell, as we've mentioned, if not Lonergan. Yeah, I'd prefer it to be Peacock Farrell yeah. if I'm being and honest. And again, you but... just go through the list, we've kind of got, you know, we've got Click and Anita who are there. Chibitsky didn't play against Forrest, so he may yeah. come back in. Grot, I'll mate. tell you Grot what, actually. Get a look kit- in. This could be a game for Grot, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd play less Sogger. There was actually something today. I can't remember if it was from Adam Poe. Oh, it was in the Yorkshire Evening Post about uh, Grot possibly starting. It might even get to. You think this would be the level for him starting a game anyway? Oh. And, and if he and again like Lasaga for different reasons, but if he got a couple of goals, it's mm. even a decent performance. Oh, just, one second. Know. Sorry, I've just been on Adam Pope's Twitter. Should have done this before we recorded, but we're not professional. Yeah. Uh, J. Roy Grot will start at Newport. No, there you go. go. I thought I'd seen something. Uh, Definitely no Vieira, definitely no Dallas. Aileen being tested, but he will Ekiban won't be back. He also said Tom Pierce may play. Honestly though, how long has Dallas been out for now? Oh, he's been out for ages. I think D- that Days it, not weeks. Days think, not weeks. Remember that. I think him coming back broke him. Yeah. Mm. The thing I mean It's a shame because I think we we so. genuinely miss having him as an I like uh I think you saw how tired and uh, Alioski was during yeah. the Forest game yeah. and I, I think we do miss a quality option like Dallas at the moment He's, I also just saw that uh, in the under 23s today Madga Gomez didn't play so he might be in the squad I think um, touching on that Lasaga thing again yeah you're right in saying that it, you know build his confidence up get his game time up his match fitness but on the flip side do we want to risk him getting kicked in air and Knackering mm. him even more. Yeah. Come off at bench, maybe, for the last yeah. half hour, about second the, half. I enough. suppose the truth is it shouldn't really matter, provided we don't pick an 11 like we did at Sutton, where it's really super yeah. weak. And Liam Cooper. Yeah. yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> we should be fine. Anyway, we need to get through it, so I'm going to say Leeds win 3 0. I'm going to say Leeds win 4 0. I'm going to say Leeds win 2 0. Cool. Uh, the actual more important one, and last thing we'll do on podcast uh, Ipswich away. A place where, although we've won there a couple of times, we don't have the best overall record. So it's quite a tough place to go. Picked up a few red cards there as well over the years. Mm. Yeah. Um, they're not in great nick. They uh, Did you see the game against Fulham? The, uh, the, their last game. They're 1-0 up against Fulham and then conceded four goals in seven minutes. Oh, one. They were down to ten men at the time that Jordan Spence got sent off. 
but he'll I think it was for two yellows so he'll be back yeah. by the time he plays because he'll be suspended for FA Cup game sorry I, I, I'm just looking through their team now the, they've got Bartos goalkeeper Biakowski goalkeeper <laughs> he scored no goal at Ellen Road didn't he yeah he did it was, it was him, it was that Phillips and Lasoga. Yeah. With the scorers. Lasoga was that one from that unbelievable through ball from Shotnessy. Yeah. From centre back where they cut their midfield and defence completely apart. You look at, like, I don't think the midfield's much to worry about, but you look at the defence. I mean, Dominic Ayoffa, we were linked with him. Yeah, good player. He's decent. Luke Chambers forged a solid career in this league. Decent player. Tommy Smith, same. That Jonas Knudsen's not he's a bad He's a decent player. left back, isn't he? So yeah. He's pretty, Pretty solid, and then that strike force on purpose are pretty good. Wagon, McGoldrick, Garner, Freddie Sears. There's goals in that all day. Yeah, I was saying I genuinely thought they might give him a chance because uh, Kiefer Moore has been banging him in at Rotherham. Yeah, but apparently they accepted a bid from Peterborough, but they decided his wages were too high. I think Bradford might be after him. I think Barnsley have had a bid accepted, so he's got. He, he'll probably be gone back time we play him. They've only signed one player in January, Alan Drinnan, who's a young striker from Waterford. But he's been there since October training and they seem to rate him, so... When did Ipswich sign a player called Emma Hughes? Emma Hughes? Emma. <laughs> he was bought to Cardiff, wasn't he? And yeah. it was the whole... He's, he's a Welsh international, you, isn't he? You're telling yeah. me Emma Hughes is Welsh? Yeah, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cardiff... It's not even Hughes spelled U-G-H. <laughs> no. <laughs> H-U-W-S. He was bought in, wasn't he, at Cardiff? There's the whole, you know, yeah. we're going to he... get back to his roots. It's, you know, get behind the, the Welsh had... and all that. And nah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had some time at Wigan. And wasn't he Man City when he was young? I think he started at Man City. He did play for Wigan. I think, it, I could be wrong... But I think he was there when they got promoted from League One. Yeah. I think he kind of went there the same way like we unearthed Max Gradle yeah. in League One. He just tore up yeah. trees in I that think um, I think their only ex-leads is Tom Adeyemi, isn't it? He'll always have Derby. Yeah. <laughs> I scored like against that. Hull as well. He'll but always have Derby. Yeah. That one from a corner <laughs> where it just fell, fell to him about six yards out. These people I completely missed in the time I've been out of the country. I think I saw him play once, but by that point he had pretty much fallen out of the team already yeah. um but yeah because i completely missed the whole of did i miss the whole of uve rosler i think so yeah, yeah. it was yeah. long in all fairness but yeah, yeah you no, didn't I miss just, it all it's it's interesting i somehow missed the whole of uve rosler but i did have to see a david hockaday game so yeah. you missed rock and roll football <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway the their 12th in league 36 from 26 so they're decent enough but, yeah, one win, one draw, four defeats in the last six. So not in great, Nick, but it's a tough place to go. We'll, we'll have rested some players, so they should be fairly fit. I'm going to say we nick it 2-1. I'm going to say we nick it 1-0. I'm going to say we nick a 1-1 one, one draw. Right, fair yeah, enough. Right. I just wanted to say nick, as you guys had. Yeah. Want to sound cool. Right. <laughs> But uh, we'll only preview them too because with it being January, we'll try and get back a bit quicker because there's bound it's Leeds United. There's bound to be six hundred players linked to us in the next week. Oh, Alan Smith will be signing next week. It's fine. He will. He'll be coming into coach. Yeah. Don Don must be well pleased with this news that as a, as the massive massive football fan that he is, more listening to the football thing. Yeah, more more us sitting in his house and well not his recording studio than his house but <laughs> Che- cheers Dom <laughs> appreciated but yeah that'll do us for episode 13 at Mighty White's podcast uh, we're at Mighty White's pod on Twitter at mightywhitespodcast.com the podcast and all the stuff we write goes up on through it all together which is at T-H-I-U it's all L-U-F-C uh, but the best there, there is an email and stuff but best way to get hold of us is on Twitter 
Very to Facebook, but it basically just reposts as Twitter stuff. But uh, thanks very much for listening. Genuinely let us know what you thought of the quiz segment. Because if it's something people like, it's maybe something that we'll do more often. Not yeah. always with Casey as Quizmaster, we'll rotate we'll around. O- often we do, we do like challenging each other, especially Jack, after having come back from work a lot of times with uh, a number of football-based questions. So it is something we kind of enjoy yeah. doing. Unfortunately, they're normally yeah. not Leeds-based. But. No. no, but, you know, we yeah. can expand. But yeah, thanks very much for listening, and um, we'll speak to you in probably just over a week. It'll be not long after Ipswich game, I would have thought. Thanks a lot. I've been Jack. Bye. I've been Connie. Happy New Year. Thank you. I've been Connie. I've not been Connie. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> KC's apparently had an identity crisis and literally doesn't know who he is anymore. <laughs> My girlfriend's gone back to America. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just to quote, this is why he's not going to host any more quizzes. I think I was going to say my. Uh, I think I was going to say my actual name, and then I just got confused looking into Connie's eyes as he said, "See you later." So um, he's a very dashing man. If you haven't seen him, but anyway, um, enough of this um, midlife crisis. He's I- been Jacob, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. I'm incarnate. I'm in- Detective John Kimball. I'm in- Your father. I'm in- Rudely awakened by the dustman. I'm in- Your boy, Jay Hunter. I'm in- Given in a lonely world. I'm in- Burgundy. I'm in- Get it back up!